I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job. You say the whole thing. Welcome to our name, Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. Well, damn, I'm, I'm out of practice now. It's like a trap <laughs> called Quest. You say the whole thing, also known as the Black CNN and the revolution will be televised. I'm no breaks new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every week, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage, the Magneto of my people. Bars. Bars. <laughs> You're not a rookie anymore, so let them know who you are. You know the drill. Hey, y'all. This is Get Fit with Jack. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for all your fitness needs. I got you. I got you. Now, I'm um, tinkering here. How was Twinko, the, no, it was Cinco de Twerko? How was that? <laughs> Twerkery was lit. It was lit. It was so much fun. And you guys, we don't just twerk, okay? We do twerk and we do take <laughs> some shots. But in the end, we also talk about, because um, this is Mental Health Awareness a Month of May. So we definitely touched on that. We definitely did some connections with uh, all Black women, all age range from 20 to 60 years old, 60 years old. So we actually touched on a lot of our black professions. We always promote black owned businesses. We had a lot of black owned vendors there. So it was a great event. It was a great event. We do this monthly. So make sure you follow Jackie and Paige on Eventbrite for all the twerk and tequila events. <laughs> well, wait a minute. How was your Cinco de Mayo? What'd you do? Perfect, perfect. I did something and I was giving you an echo. I was giving an echo one. Let me try to fix that. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, uh... Now, now, for... <laughs> what, what is that? Um, so for Cinco de Twerco, I ain't do too much. Um, I had me some tequila. Um, I was running rampant out in these uh Georgia streets. But I kept I kept it light though. I ain't yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, a little bit, a little bit, little bit, you know what I'm saying? I've been uh I've been dealing with what I've been dealing with for so long, it just felt good to get out, you know, get out a little bit. That's good, that's um, good. Just a little bit. But um I did no appropriation. I had no uh I didn't change my name to a Latin name. Do do you see that's what's going on? They're getting mad and saying on Juneteenth, they're gonna start they're gonna start using their their um African American names. Spanish oh people. Gosh. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I'm going to be Lakeisha and, and Bone Quisha. And I was like, oh, here y'all go. Have you heard that? No, I have not. <laughs> so they're, they're picking out their uh, uh, African-American names for Juneteenth. So June 19th should be very interesting when we hear these crazy nicknames that uh, Spanish people are giving themselves. Well, the great thing about it is it's great cross-promotion <laughs> for both events. Hey. Yeah, for real. For real. You know, and I want, I wish Black History Month was in June or August. I despise the fact that Black History Month is in uh, February. We can't barbecue. We can't cook out. We can't vacation. I think of Black History Month. Black Music Month used to be June, and then they switched that to um, the LBGTQIA month. Mm -hmm. I feel like we got robbed. And then August, I'm like, well, put it in August. And that way you're still in school. So you get a little bit of black history in while you're in school, but you got a little bit of half the month is vacation. Right. So you can still travel. And, and that's how you celebrate it. You with me, Jackie? How are we gonna do this? You're gonna I'm, invite our congressman? We got to. That's the only way. That's the only way. Because otherwise, we just talking. Facts, facts. <laughs> now, all right. Um, high low, but I haven't heard you do a high low in a minute, so I'm curious to see what your current high is and what your current low is. So let's get into that. Now, high low. Who wants to go first? You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. My high was this past Sunday. Um, me and my gym family went to Amakololo Falls, and we do a hike every month. And today, well, this month was Amakololo Falls, and it was breathtaking. The waterfalls was breathtaking. Um, we did some tree hugging, and you need to look into that. <laughs> so we did some tree hugging, so everybody's um, spirits were lifted. It was a great walk. We went out there about, uh, we got on the road about 6.15, got there about 8. Got done with the walk about like 10 o'clock, had the rest of the day. So it was just, it was amazing. That was my high. So that was my self-care. That was putting okay back into myself so that was my high my low um i don't know i didn't have a low that's a good thing yeah i didn't i didn't have a low i've been doing really good with my i mean i've all in my i'm also my other high let me back up y'all so your girl lost two inches off her waist so that was my uh oh uh oh <laughs> we gotta collect enough for that applause <laughs> So my high took away my lows. <laughs> oh, I hear that. I hear that. I, um, and Jay said, "What up? What up, Jay?" Yeah, he said what they gave us Black month? History Month, uh, in the shortest month of the year. That's why it's February. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. Know how to Facts. Um. What about yours now? What's your high? And what's let's your see. My high was I'm having a really great start to this new business uh, venture. This new uh, life insurance journey, this new entrepreneurial journey. Congratulations! Um, thank you, thank you. It's, uh, it, it it was the start that you would, you know, you couldn't script it any better, right? Um, so I'm very thankful for that, very appreciative because it could have went a bunch of different ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I've had several businesses. I've had some good starts, some bad starts. That doesn't mean anything because it's how you finish. Exactly. But I'm grateful for a good start. Uh, my low. I would say my low is just um, not being where I want to be right now. You know what I mean? Like you can be building towards something 
And the closer you get to it, it's also reminded that you're not there. You know what I mean? So it's a weird dynamic. It is a weird dynamic, but the good thing about it is you're not complacent. Facts. 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 So um, focus more on that because you're going to get to where you're going to get to. Oh man, I need to I need a, a voice recording of that every day and play that every morning <laughs> when I get up. You sound see like a motor. I see why you're a fitness coach. You know, you get there. <laughs> yeah, and, so you know that's so I wouldn't even. I'm not trying to take away your low, but I don't look at it as a low because um, you're 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 growing, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. When you're growing, sometimes you're in the midst of transition. And that's not always a bad thing because you know you're going to get to where you're going to get to and you've moved from where you were. So I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't want any <laughs> low vibes, any low energy. I want to be, you know, there. So I'm, I'm, I hear you. I receive it. I grab it. I got it. Ah, yeah, I'm with you. Man, um, you're in, oh, you're in practice and learning mode to get to where to your destination. That's all that is. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> no, um, Really quickly, I'm going to shift, and we're going to get a little serious, and then we're going to get back to having some fun. Okay. All right? All right. Oh, wait a minute. My left stroke just went viral. Our viral stories of the week, and we'll start with the brother, Jamie Foxx, and kind of your point, somebody who is in condition is improving. If you've been under a rock, we're alleging that he had a stroke. Um, there was something that happened with Jamie. He's been in the hospital, a, a medical emergency, and he was non-responsive at first, but he's responsive. He's been on Instagram. He's told everybody he's doing good. His friends and family are still encouraging us to pray for him. So yeah. he's not in the woods yet, but no. he said, like, he, you know, he's doing well. He's getting better, which is something that he kind of spoke of like when I spoke of my situation, you're improving, you're on the right track. So Jamie, we love you, man. Continue to heal, continue to get better, send all kind of healing energy your way. We love you. And no matter what they're saying right now, because I know the, the latest thing that they have been saying is that they are preparing for the worst. Oh, no. Yes. So we still going to continue to pray um, because nobody's in control of God. So that's what we we're going to pray and we're going to. Pray until you get to wherever you need to be. And me personally losing someone, it might not be for them to stay here. It might be for them to go. So it's whatever God has planned for him. I just pray that he's able to be not in pain um, and have loved ones surrounding him no matter what. I, I couldn't echo that any better. You know, recently I, I just lost my, my adopted mother. So and it was it was time for her to go. She was ready. She told me to my face, I'm ready. So I do understand what you're saying with that. And you said something that, that kind of triggered something in me because I was in, um, I was locked up and we were, everybody felt it was for something that wasn't, it was something jumped up. It was something like, wow, really? And everybody was like, we're praying you get out and we, you know, everything goes well. It was in these, one of these little meetings. And I was like, you know what? Don't pray that I get out. Pray that if I don't. <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> Pray that right. if I don't, that I deal with it better. And um, and amazingly, I got out um, the very next day. See, look, 
Right. But I was like, this <laughs> that I can handle it. Because I think sometimes we pray that we don't go through things, but going through things is what forms your character. It's what makes you who you are. It's what makes you strong. It's what, you know, strengthens those muscles. And sometimes we want to get to the the uh our better the better version of ourselves without going to the sacrifice, without going through the the hill, exactly. you know. And so that speaks back even back to what you said earlier, you know, about we want to be here and and, and, and you gotta go through here. In order to be it's this is kind of backwards, but Jay-Z said it, I think, in order to be Bobby Brown then, you gotta be Bobby Brown now. And in order to be the number one artist in the world back in the eighties and nineties, you're gonna have to be the out of shape guy now. But yeah. in, in, in reverse, in order to be who you really want to be, sometimes you got to be who you are right now. Yeah. That's so, boom. This is therapy. <laughs> I watch you, man. You, you got me. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling therapeutic. I'm like, damn. I'm hey, that's therapeutic. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts, facts. And Jamie, we're praying for you. Yes, um, we are. Have you seen this Freddie Gibbs mess? You know... I checked out the first time they had the whole mess, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really getting tired of these artists and just these these silly little things going back and forth, back and forth. It's it's almost like you're seeing two schoolgirls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going back and forth, back and forth. Me personally, I grew up and I love the era that I grew up in to where when we seen artists beef, we was like, oh, they finna have a song. They finna go back and mm-hmm, forth. Mm-hmm. Wait to hear what they finna lay down. Now it's just like I hope they don't kill themselves. <laughs> Unfortunately, facts, especially with these young, and I don't listen to a lot of the young, young artists. And we'll talk about uh Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy dropping this Friday and their rivalry and unfortunately all the blood that's been shared behind it. The Freddie Gibbs stuff, he I think he's a little too old to be participating in that. Hello. But Hello. now it's now it's his ex-girlfriend in it. And and she's yeah, I missed all that. So how did she get <laughs> well when he got jumped, she was there and she was okay. fighting with him. And okay. she was throwing punches, like there was like 10 dudes that jumped him, and she was throwing punches. So I respect it. Was anybody I, hitting her back though? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And I always like my, my rule if I got a girl, I'm like, you go. Like I, I I don't want no arguments. If I give you the look, that means go to the car, leave, I'll, you know, we'll figure it out. But right. don't, I don't want to be worried about you because I can't, even if I'm getting jumped, if I'm worried about you, I can't even really fight the way I want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm so concerned. Right. But you got some moments like, I ain't going. You know, and right. I'm loving. You know what I'm saying? I can throw these things too. And yeah. I respect it. I respect it. But I always feel more comfortable like, go. Right. This is my L to take. This ain't your L. You know what I'm saying? You go. Exactly. As versa, if I'm in the fight, I'm not, I don't expect you to be out there fighting women. Look, yeah, they try to jump. <laughs> like, you know, my girl, I'm swinging. <laughs> that's probably the, the wrongest thing to say, but you don't get the worst charge than I would. So I'd rather yeah. you just not even be in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's two, three, four girls on my girl, I'm, 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 I'm I hate to say it. I, I know they're gonna probably cancel me, but I hate to say it. you jump my girl, I'm swinging. Get a ball, get a ball. And that's another thing, and it's just not to run off of the subject, but jumping. We used to do one on ones. When did this jumping come into play? I don't know, man. I I tell you this. My how I was brought up, we didn't do well when I was very, very, very young. 
it was always about the one on one. I got yeah. to high school and I was about to fight this dude. He was bigger than me, but I wasn't scared to fight him. And I told my boys, I was like, "Y'all about to go out there and knock Young and all that." I bet we coming. And I was like, "But this is my fight," you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and OG Bobby, uh, light skinned Bobby, I'm cool to shout out Bobby first and Kennedy. He was like, "What you mean?" And I was like, "No, no, I, I, like I can handle it. Like I don't want nobody to jump. I'm, I'm gonna fight on one on one." He was like. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, you know, hey, Burger, hey, hey, what up, Burger? Burger's on here. He said he's working out. Burger was dead. It was me, Burger, and Light Skin Bobby. And I told him I was about to go fight this dude. And uh-huh. I was handling it by myself. And Light Skin Bobby was like, nah, I don't know what you mean by that. If you swing, <laughs> if you swing I'm swinging. And I was like, okay. But I'm the new kid. I'm trying to, you know, I'm going to be on my own right. now. You know, like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you swing, we swinging. Now like, yeah. <laughs> was my 10th grade year. Cool to set up to the leads, everybody uptown. Um, but that's when it became apparent to me that, like, I may never have a one on one. Like, my dude's always going, like, it's just it, that's what it's going to be. And that's great support. That's great support. But I'm just talking about, like, you know, just the, especially with females, I see a lot of the jumping. Um, and it's just like, we've gotten away from, I don't know, holding your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and back in the day, you had to do that. You had to. You right. couldn't. And now it's the whole, if you go out with a big enough entourage, you're safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm you wouldn't sorry. do that by yourself. You wouldn't say nothing by yourself. Some of those entourages get you in more trouble. Yeah. They're supposed to be there to de-escalate. But some of them are starting the, the fights. Exactly. So yeah, you gotta watch the entourage. Big name. Guess who's gonna get the ball? You are. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta get them guys off your team. But and order some of them girls off your team. Back to Freddie Gibbs' baby mother. She's hey. released a video, <laughs> a picture of him, and I don't know why he did it, but he is Brad Eagle, uh, showing. His ass, and oh. she's talking about the pictures. They're calling him instead of Freddie Gibbs, they're now calling him Spready Gibbs. Oh, wow. She says she talked to uh, the guys that jumped him, and they're going to get a chain back. One, why are you talking to the guys that jumped me? You're talking to my enemies. That's crazy. And then another blogger, she told the blogger if he paid her $10,000, he will let him give Freddie Gibbs' son his nickname. She told DJ Academics that you give me ten thousand dollars and you can get a baby the nickname and we'll call him by that. And I'm like, sound like I said, right? You got to be careful who your entourage is and you got to be careful who your girl is. You got to be careful who your baby mama is, because that's a lot. That's a lot. Man, let me tell you, I'm a female, but these females out here they set men up left and right. I'm gonna, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, and. She's a porn star, which oh wow, I don't have you know the biggest issue with, but I mean maybe but you gotta. Now I understand with with the picture with the spread eagle picture. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, well boom, boom. <laughs> Academics has been posting pictures and interview clips of her saying that she was you know scenes with you know two men or scenes with this and scenes with that and, and trying to uh, insult or belittle. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, like, look what your baby mother did. Look what she doing online. Look at this, look at that. 
And it's just ugly, man. I mean, you gotta know how to, if you're gonna represent your man, it's like you did in the fight. <laughs> you gotta represent him all the way around. Like you gotta conduct yourself accordingly. And I'm not saying that you have to not be yourself, but why are you even entertaining ignorance? And I know academics are eating this up because you know he loves messy stuff. You know it. He, he's been <laughs> posting nonstop on Twitter. Oh yeah. Um, and I believe this is Ahava says people need to understand their Bible and get back to their royalty. Mm, I like that. I mean, I'm, I, I, I can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I do consider myself righteous and ratchet on and off, but <laughs> I do understand that you got you still have to have the righteous side. Exactly. You, know, you can't be all ratchet. Or at least not in my book. You can be whatever you want, but in my eyes, you got to have that balance. That's a little bit balanced, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Freddie, keep your head up. I would be, I don't know how I would feel if you, but I guess you can't control who you get pregnant. Right. So head up and stay off your back. Okay. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> please. You need to stop doing that. And I'll tell you something else that needs to stop. And this is man, this is uh what the fuck story you the week. It's the Man, there's a hotel where the owner or the, I don't know what you want to call him, the manager mm-hmm. is sneaking into rooms at night. He snuck into this one man's room and the man knew he was in the room with him because he felt someone licking and sucking his toes. And he jumped Wow. And realized it was another man and it was the manager from downstairs. He is now in jail. I don't know if he would have made it to jail. If I wake up in the middle of the night and there's a man in my room violating me, I would hope he make it to jail. And you would have got kicked in the face. At the very least. That's the reaction. That's the, that's the initial reaction. I'm kicking you in the face. That, that is uh, that. What, what, do your mind frame your sleep fetish. that's what I'm I need to ask what is your fetish we know it's feet well, but... well, yeah, well we know that but the thing is your sleep you don't know this person and you're asleep and you just happen to wake up like what am I dreaming and then you look and you're like I don't who are you what the that could have gone so many different ways Wait, this story that... could have ended Way worse than someone's been arrested. Yes. Wow. Yes. Because you don't As, know that room. You don't know what their trigger is. You don't know if they've been in the in the military. You don't know if they've been in jail. You don't know. You don't know how they dealt with somebody. They could have been molested as a child, and somebody sneaking in their room. I'm pulling my. I'm pulling my piece. Yeah, even if you're just a regular person who's had no trauma, like that level of violation. And very really, really quickly, I have a, you say you want a copy of one of these shirts. If you inbox me on Instagram at No Breaks New, we'll make that happen. So if you look down at the bottom, uh, my at name is there. You add me, let me know it's you and you want the shirt. We'll make it happen. Promise you. Um, but that is, that's a crazy violation. I don't even know what to say about that. Like what did you? So you just so you checking in people all day. You like oh I'm 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 gonna go to his room tonight. Yeah, I put the, I put those <laughs> <two>. <laughs> I'm 
This is these violations can't go unchecked. We're gonna move <laughs> on from this idiot, but we got to go into another violation that uh, another a dumb moment. In fact, it's our don't be dumb story of the week. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. If it's true, rumor has it that at Chris Brown's birthday party that was hosted by Usher, Chris Brown had a little too much of the drinky drink, mm-hmm. and him and his entourage put the paws on Usher. Uh, one, don't touch Usher. Like, why are you fighting Usher? What, what could have happened as you fighting Usher? Uh, they could have just had a dance battle it out and just had you know it what I'm saying? <laughs> like you really could have just I didn't you what? know I was like I was reading into this because I was just like is this really true because uh what what could have caused this like what could have caused this like you want let me tell you what the rumor is what's the rumor the rumor is Chris Brown and Tiana Taylor were really good friends. Okay. Um, she kind of bailed on him through some of his controversy, that n- most notably the Michael Jackson tribute that he got ousted, kicked off of. Okay. Um, so when he saw her at his surprise birthday party, it was like, oh, don't show up at my birthday party now. Like, we cool. You know, and um, he was cussing around, calling her a bunch of B words and everything. And Usher kind of stepped in, like, hey, bro, like, relax, don't do this here, calm down. Mm-hmm. It's all good. That's one story. Um, but whatever happened, apparently Usher left and went to his trailer. Okay. And, oh, uh, not Usher, excuse me, Chris Brown left and went to his trailer with his crew. And the story is that Usher followed him to the trailer to continue to talk. Now, as a person with a, a quick temper, if I'm leaving the situation and I'm walking away, let me go and calm down. Don't follow behind it's, me. Don't try to keep the conversation going. Let me go. Especially if alcohol is involved. Especially if alcohol is involved. <laughs> so let me go. Let me, you know, figure it out and then come back with my smiley face. But um, apparently the story is... Shout out to the Joe Button Network because I heard this part of it on the Joe Button pod mm-hmm. um, that Usher following him in, still trying to have the talk, to kind of talk to him about what was going on. And that's where the, the fisticuffs took place. I'm not saying Usher was wrong because as the big homie, quote unquote, you're going to want to talk to your dude. Like, come on, man, all the stuff you've been through, you still want to, you know. But at the same time, uh, you got to know when to let uh, him go. He's licking up. He's got his crew with him. They're egging him on, and here you come. <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them. Right. Know when to fold them. Going to the then. Yeah, man. But uh, we gotta, we gotta relax. They gotta relax. Chris Brown gotta relax. Chris Brown, if you don't let that shit go with Tiana Taylor, that man, get over it. Let it go. You want everybody to let it go about everything as far as your past that they keep bringing up. Let it go. If you can't let it go, they definitely not gonna let it go. That hey, I couldn't have said it any better than that for real. <laughs> and I, but I will say, I will add this. I hope none of it's true. Right. I, I, I hope I'll that, say that. But everybody's saying. Yeah. But you, you saying it is true? 
No, I'm hoping that they are bigger than what everybody else is saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Me, me too. And then Usher did the, the video, you know, we showed his face like jump where he ain't say nothing. But basically, that <laughs> video was basically the I got jump where. Right, yeah. right. Like, who, right. who did what? So, you know, shout out to everybody involved. I saw Usher in Vegas when he first did his residency. It was an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Everybody should go see it. I think this is his last year. I, I think heard, heard it's better. It was amazing. It was, you know, all the songs you love. It was a good environment, good vibe. It was my first big event after COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he had all the music. It was no really no guest appearances, but he had he had some dances. And okay. I don't mean classically trained. I mean Magic City. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He had some dances. Atlanta? Come on now. He had to, he had to. And um <laughs> I, I posted some footage this week. Um, based on the event, this is so y'all would have seen my phone because it was crazy. It was, <laughs> man, and everybody's there for it. So yeah, when you're outside, you know, you, you know who's there for it. And when you go into restaurants and when you go in to eat, and you, you mm-hmm. you're like, I know why you're here. We all know why everybody's here. Exactly. So, um, it it was great. It was great. You should go if you have time, everybody. Um, are you an Usher fan? What I grew up on Usher. You gotta get out there. You gotta get out. It's worth it. I'm not gonna say it's a bucket list performance, but it's worth it though. Definitely, he's an entertainer. He's he's one of the few where you're gonna go to his concert and you're gonna have you're gonna be entertained. You're definitely gonna be entertained. Give me your your top three concerts you've been to. The top three what concerts. Oh, so my top, my very top, let's start with the first one. Because this will never, this, there'll never be no other concert I can ever go to that's going to top this one. Ten okay. years old, I went to a Michael Jackson concert. Okay, okay. Was I it think- Mike or was it the Jacksons, like Mike and the Jacksons? Uh-oh. Uh, I think we lost Jackie. We'll, we'll see if she uh gets back in. And while we're waiting for her, I'll tell y'all my three favorite concerts. Um I would okay. Look, she's back. Okay, you're back. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. But Michael Jackson's concert, like the whole vibe, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy, crazy. Like I can't even. It's just like Freak Nick. If you weren't there, I can't explain it to you. Yeah, and see, when I went and saw Michael Jackson, it was the Jacksons. So it was him and all his brothers. It wasn't the Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. I'm not that old. <laughs> but it was the Jacksons, I think it was the reunion tour, victory tour. Gotcha. Remember that tour was? Yes. Um, and I saw him saw him there. So I, I had that experience, but it's not quite the same as yours. It wasn't the Michael Jackson show. It was the Michael Jackson. It was the I got scared because there was like five people that fainted in my row. Never I seen them and when I say them people, like, we was, like, you know, putting them up over our heads and passing people down to the medical people. Wow. Yes, it was crazy. And wow. continuing on with the concert, it was more of, like, get them out of here. Okay, they can't watch it, so get them out of here. <laughs> My second one, of course, is this sister, Janet Jackson. I've never seen Janet. Ooh, it's a show. It's a show. When I say the Jacksons put on, any Jackson concert you go to, mm-hmm. you're going to be insane. From the time you go in to the time you leave. Okay. And my third, I would have to say, 
I took my son to the Scream tour when they had, um, it was Pretty Ricky. It was Chris Brown. I, we went because Chris Brown, this when he was younger, this when he was a teenager. And it was just amazing. It was amazing. I bet it was those artists on, on that tour that they're, they're not too young for me, but not really my, you know, my cup of tea, but I, I believe you. And I know their talent. Yes. It's just, it's not my, it wouldn't be my thing. Now the Pretty Ricky, they were a little bit too raunchy. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> and, it and it wasn't even like they didn't tone it down. Like when they first came on, it was like four beds and they underneath the sheets and they grind. And I'm like, so the girl, the lady beside me by her 12 year old, she was just like, oh my God. I, 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 <laughs> but the movement, the screen tour, they, I mean, it lasts for a long time. I mean, it was, it was, it was hot. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. What about yours? Your first, your top three. Um, I won't say Mike the Jacksons tour because I was too little. Okay, I just barely remember it. But if you actually to rank just by name, I would say that one. Okay. But my personal experience, uh huh. Um, number one is probably Prince. Oh, nice. I did see Prince. I didn't see the old Prince. I saw the Prince uh, musicology Prince. He still did some of the old music. Did he have he this? Wasn't doing the raunchiest stuff. He wasn't doing scandalous or insatiable. Okay. So he know he did beautiful ones and stuff like that. Um, and I just couldn't believe I was there. I was recording with my phone and just said, "What am I doing?" Put my phone <laughs> down. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm not recording nothing. Um, so Prince definitely um, new edition mm. as a kid. Uh, my mother had. Said we were going, we had it. She said, we got an exterminator coming to the house. So we got to leave for a little bit. And so we went to this, um, what I know now was the convention center in okay. DC. I didn't know what it was. We were just in there sitting down, talking. And she was like, um, and it was her and her best friend, her male best friend. And, and she was like, well, why don't y'all go ahead? And I was like, well, where are we going? Why are you not coming? She was like, well, I'm just going down. I was like, where am I going? She was like, you're going to see New Edition. I was like, New Edition? Where's New Edition? He's like, they're performing tonight. Where are they performing? In this building. In this building. <laughs> and I, we went in there, and because it was such a surprise, it is part of my favorite concert ever. Because I was just like, like who? Like, who? I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, and New Edition is my favorite group of all time, too. So I've hung out with Ronnie, well, I've hung out with Bobby, Ralph, and Johnny at Ibiza in DC. And I've seen everybody in concerts several times and together. My favorite group of all time. Um, and then I'm gonna say, I wanna say Jay-Z Beyonce. I think that's the, the politically correct answer. But for real, it was Jay-Z and T.I. I saw Jay-Z and T.I. together, two of my favorite rappers, two of my top five at a UVA one year with my man Shmi and F. And at that point, they were probably my two favorites. So it was like my two favorite rappers in the concert together. Who would have thought to do that? You know what I'm saying? And that concert was crazy. Half of Jay-Z set, he had the little um uh disc changer with well, the button. Uh, right, so right, right. He was saying, Should I do this song? And he play it. And it depending on how loud the applause was, he was skipping and go to another song. And so oh, he wound up doing like all my favorite songs. And it was like, Slim. like this is crazy. <laughs> So that would be my top three. That's what's up. It's always a great concert when you leave, and it's like it's always imprinted on your brain. And nobody like those type of artists. 
we don't have and I, I don't want to I don't want to talk bad about the artist now but the feeling the the impression that they left on you the um just even just their their vibe it, it was just different it was different who's on your bucket list I have not seen Sade if Sade does a tour anywhere in the world I'm going to it she's like I'm in Russia for two nights I'm going well, maybe not Russia because they locked up Brittany Griner and uh, ain't mess with it. Right. But anywhere else that Sade is, I'm going. Who, who's your okay. bucket list artist? Um, definitely. Uh, I would I would do Sade because she's just. Does she age? Like I'd be no. like, does she age? She is gorgeous, gorgeous. But yeah, I love so concert like hers. But she's because she's gonna relax you. She's gonna serenade you. She's gonna put you in that type of feeling that just got you on cloud nine. Um, I'm gonna tell you how big a Sade fan I am. Her band, well, when they're all together, they're called Sade. They use her name to name all of them. When her band is separate from them, they're uh -huh. called Sweetback. I have albums. Wow. Sade don't own none of them. I just have her band's instrumental albums. You wow. hear me? So you are a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> now I also want to go to an Erica Badu concert. I saw Erica, and she's in my top five. She's in my top five. I saw her in, in Atlanta. Um, she's in my top five. I definitely want to see Erica Badu. Definitely. Amazing show. Um, and she talked to you so real. She was like, you know, you out here, da, 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 and people doing what they're doing, and they got two, three, four baby fathers. Well, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> she, had a, she put on an amazing performance and real conversation between the songs. She just talking to you. I see your homegirl. Yes. So that, that was a great show. Yes. Um, Definitely. So I think, is there anybody else I would tag on? Now, we have an independent artist that I would definitely love to see in concert. Who? His name is, um, is it La Russell? Oh, yeah. I like him. Yes. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but whenever I see him rapping, like usually acapella somewhere, I'm like... Ooh, the beast, like, and he got something to say. He talking exactly. He's talking. He simulated that mind. I've seen Beyonce with Jay Z, so she would be somebody I would have put in that category. But I saw her outside of that. Mm -hmm. I'm not the biggest Chris Brown fan, but I think his show was probably crazy. Oh. Of course. All that dancing and stuff. I'm sure I'd be like, oh, he got the you know, he did oh he did the backflip or something. I yeah. seen Usher. So I would say maybe Chris Brown. Okay. Maybe. Okay. No, KRS one. Oh. If you can still do it the way he used to it, KRS one. Let me tell you something. I'm looking into getting on this uh this cruise, this hip hop cruise that they got in October. Yes. Who's on it? Everybody from that you could think of, L everybody. And not everybody. L Junebug. Everybody. Yeah, uh, send me that information. I guess. Where, where's the cruise going? Is it is it local or is it international? I'm not even sure because I was just like so excited about the lineup. <laughs> yeah, send me that information. I might I might have to get on a boat and go see L Junebug. I guess. See what he got going on. Who else are there with him? Because you know it's the 50th anniversary this year. Yeah, so. yeah. So Absolutely. that's how they're doing it. Man, 
Hip hop turning fifty—that's crazy. Because you know you're on a cruise, you're gonna rub elbows with everybody because everybody's on a boat. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be like a dope of any hip hop head. It's like a can kid in a candy store. Do you know that I like for twenty years I've rapped. You know I made music for like twenty years. I got like ten albums and thirteen, fourteen mixtapes. Been on One Six and Pop. Been on MTV Direct Effect. Let me Raheem Devon. I just never made it. We need to see him some of these old clips, sir. Oh, yo, and some of them, yeah, I got you. And I'm, <laughs> um, every song that we do for a segue is one is one of my songs. Just for those who don't know. Um, Thank you yeah. for letting us know. Yo, let's see, let me know. <laughs> no one is after battle, <laughs> but um, man, so I'm a hip hop head for real. I mean, backstage freestyling with Nas, that was me. It was me. You know what I'm saying? So I I remember them days. Yes. Um, but back to my podcast. <laughs> right, we went all over. <laughs> but you know what else is over? What? Your man. Uh, and I'm not even giving it so dumb. I'm gonna give it to me. So dumb. You are really dumb. <laughs> For real. Donald Trump was found guilty of sexual assault. The first or abuse. The first charge he's been. It was a civil case. So right. criminal charges. I think he has to pay a six million dollars. He's going to appeal it, but with all with the money laundering charges and the hiding the books and the sexual assault conviction, even though it's a civil case, can this dude still run for president? Can he still win? He can still run, I think. That's crazy. And you know, money talks. That's all I'm gonna say. We're going to see, but uh, I think it's a victory for everybody. Whenever Trump, uh, they come down on Trump a little hard, I, I think everybody likes that. And I think oh. everybody wants Trump in office because they're trying to get some money. That might be true, too. <laughs> so. But was he really getting, well, he was doing tax breaks, I guess, so he was really helping out that upper. I, I, got, wait, I need to chill now that I'm going to be entering into this upper 3%. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I ain't saying it. I ain't saying it. I ain't saying no. <laughs> but I don't know. He was guilty. He, I mean, he was playing with it when he was in when he was a president of what he was doing. You grabbing what, sir? Exactly. And he said he said that um, as wrong as it may sound, all celebrities were doing it. He said this recently. I was like, I ain't Trump. I mean, he ain't lying though. <laughs> Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Ain't lying. Um, but I, I approve of that legislation. And I'll tell you um, another legislation I approve of. And this is uh, our Nipsey Hustle Award winner. If it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you're, just on a, you're on a marathon, you know something. You're on a marathon and you're doing your thing. And I'm going to give it up to Nipsey Hustle's home state. Well, he's from Eritrea in Africa, but where he was raised was in California. They have signed, they, where they are going to, on July 1st, going to be voting on signing into act um, a bill that would give ADOS, um, African descendants of slaves, reparations in California, about $1.2 million a piece and an apology. I love that. I love it. That needs to be worldwide. It, it really does. Well, next uh Nationwide, right? Well, nationwide, we all need to get something. <laughs> I, I agree. 
My biggest fear with that, and I'm not, this isn't a deterrent for me at all, but my biggest fear is that they give a bunch of people a bunch of money and they just blow it on Gucci, Louie, and Benzes and And I'm sure that's that's exactly what they want them to do. Because that money can go right back into the economy, and and I don't want that. Start your business. You know what I'm saying? Start a business. Hire a financial advisor. Hire an investor, investment advisor. You know what I'm saying? But we saw what happened with the PPP loans. Uh, Easy E over said uh, his song. He said, um, "I'm loving the women, only the flower ones, you know. But what if she ugly? Easy come, easy go. That's how I feel about that money. Easy come, easy go. Yeah. So I mean, they know what they're doing. They know if they were, there are going to be some people that's just going to blow it. They know that. Yeah. They know that." But there are some people that's going to open up businesses and they're going to elevate their people and they're going to, and they're going to create, you know, uh, a legacy for their kids. So it's, I mean, it's, you, you got to go to good with the bad. I think we got to speak more about opening businesses and creating legacies and what that looks like. So if this does come into place and it's in more than just California, people will know what it looks like. like a couple of years ago on the podcast, we were talking about you need to know how to grow two different vegetables in your backyard. But most people didn't even have a damn backyard. So it was kind of like, mm. and I was talking about, you need, you need to be proficient with a firearm. You know, you, um, instead of boycotting stuff, we need to do the, the buy black boycott, where you're only buying black. And uh, I will show you now, but my sea moss, my uh, vitamins, mm. um, my black seed oil, I mean, my that. clothes, this is all black owned. And I'm supporting my people putting money back in our community. But I fear is that $1.2 million will hit the white Jewish community before it, and it never hit the black community. Oh, of course. We need to spend money in our community first and then let it trickle out if it has to trickle out. I remember, um, I don't know who said it, but um, he was saying he was talking to a, a, a billionaire white guy, maybe a rapper or, or black actor or black millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he was saying the reason between me, the difference between me and you is uh, the white dollar is going to circulate nine, 10 times in my community before it goes anywhere near yours. Your, your, your black daughter's going to be in my community on first purchase. Yes. And it's like, damn. Yes. And I try to change that. Um, I have right. nothing it at the moment, but True Detergent, black-owned clothing detergent, True, T-R-U-E. You can buy it on Amazon or on their website. It's things like that that I think uh, shifts the tide for us. Yes. No, no pun intended with detergent and tide and all that, but no pun intended. But uh, it, there are there's a black owned version for everything we do. That is true. And I also had a conversation with my business partner with the twerk and tequila, and she was just saying that we also, as black people, if we get bad service with a black owned business, write a recommendation, talk with them, give them pointers, give them your feedback. That's what you do with white companies. You know, don't just be like, all right, that's why I don't deal with black people. Yeah, you know yeah. Give them a recommendation. Give them your feedback so they give the op- they have the opportunity to write that wrong. Or they even they might not even know that they're doing anything wrong. And so you just, you know, don't say anything and just be like, I'm not going to deal with them anymore. No, let them know what's going on. Let them know how you feel. Let them know what they can do to improve whatever service that they lacked on when you, you first got service from them. So we have to do that as well. Now... Okay, now, uh, what do you call it? The uh, twerking tequila. Mm-hmm. Do you provide the tequila? Of course. Uh, 
Are we using Deleon Diddy's black-owned tequila? We are. Yeah. We are now. We have. We have. We've okay, done okay. kinds of tequila, so it's not just one tequila. Um, it's all types of tequila. So yes, we definitely have. But um, we definitely um, use black-owned uh, the food that is provided. Um, we also have BCAA shots from a black-owned company called Shake Something. So um, okay. a lot of the, the the towels and our shirts and stuff that we that we sell, black-owned, you know, the people that are doing it. So we, we definitely are black-owned all the way around. Um, but again, you know, I just want us to be able, like you said, to get back into supporting each other. And that's all the way around, whether we're good or bad. Um in order for us to build and learn, we have to learn from our mistakes. But if you never, if we don't know what our mistakes are, we can't build, we can't grow. So Fact. give that feedback, give that feedback, go to Google, give that feedback for those places. You know, have a conversation when you go back, have a conversation. If you call, go Just back, have a conversation, go back. Exactly. But go back. <laughs> Cause don't if just... Walmart did you wrong, you go back to Walmart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to Walmart again. No, you'll be back. Exactly. Just, and just hope they get it right the next time. That's what you would do. Well, exactly. Because what happened when we were bad? We were, oh, don't wear Gucci. Don't wear that. That lasted for how long? <laughs> exactly. What they, do? they gave a, uh, Dapper Dan, not Dapper Dan, yeah, Dapper Dan a, a deal. Mm -hmm. No ownership, but just a deal. And then we move right back on it. But, you know, whatever. Gucci, yeah. Gucci, Louis. I'm not rocking. <laughs> but uh, I'm rocking my righteous and ratchet. That's so, right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but uh, speaking of excellence, black owned, uh, Brent Fayez, the R&B singer, uh, was offered a $50 million record deal to sign. He mm -hmm. turned it down to stay independent. Love it. Crazy. Love it. Love it. Got a salute to brother. Um, he said, I know my worth. Exactly. I'm exactly. I definitely salute that. Um, and it's easier for artists to stay single, uh, be single, um, not have be, have to sign a deal. Um, big ups to like the artists that left money on the table. Ice Cube left tons of money on the table. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. money. And look at how successful. Look at that. This how that he made that decision back then, and look where he is now. Legend. Yes. Living damn legend. Now, just think if he would have just kept that money and been honest, man, it's like seventy-five thousand. I'm not gonna leave it. <laughs> you said, I, "I know my worth. I know my worth. Know your worth." There's oh. no money on the table that is worth you, the work you put in, the person that you've built all these years. Like, come on, come on. Yeah, facts. Speaking of know your worth, we're getting to our this and that, and then we're gonna let y'all go. I know I know we've been gone for a long time. You've been waiting episodes. Here you go, but we're not gonna keep you all night, all morning if you're listening to this on Thursday. <laughs> oh, I gotta do that because uh the record companies be trying to sue me whenever I use this or that. They be coming at my throat, especially what? YouTube. Yeah, they be coming at me, trying to ban a video. They be doing that stuff. But we gonna keep playing this or that. We just gonna turn it up and down so you can't pick <laughs> it up on the algorithm. But um, last week we talked about um, hey, Brittany Sade on, and we talked about what Ebony K. Williams was saying about the bus drivers. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and so I'm not going to bring that whole conversation up, but I am curious. Mm-hmm. Do you place financial prowess or business status? Is that a, how big of a stipulation is that for someone you would you would date? It's not. It's not a big priority for me. But you have to have some business about yourself. Um, I'm never going to judge you on, on what you do because we all go through life. You never know what somebody is going through. You could have been a millionaire all your life and then you lose everything in one day. So am I going to look at you different? No, you're still the same person. You're still my homie. You're just going through something. Um, as far as dating, mm, I don't because dating has changed. And when I say dating has changed, um, we don't know our worth. And when I say that, um, my mother always taught me, um, when you go on a date, make sure you have $200 to be able to go on that date. I used to be like, wow, $200, I'm not going to pay for the date. Like, what, what? She's like, anything can happen. You can get, the man can get robbed. He can leave his wallet at home. And I saying he's doing it on purpose. He can leave his wallet at home. So you mean to tell me you ain't got his back, even though you don't know him like that, but. And one time for your mama. <laughs> And, and not in a bad way like the someone literally left their wallet like we had been moving di- went to different places and he left his wallet at one of the places so I covered the bill and and he looked at me in a totally different way totally different way sure because we could have been back there washing dishes <laughs> together, you know? right right but um I just wanted to get away from the fact of who should do this the man should do this the woman should do this the why can't we just have each other's back? I agree 100%. I do, as a man, you do want to provide for your woman. That, that is something you want to do. But True. Um, I don't see, me personally, I know some other men are different. I don't see anything wrong with a man and a woman building together. Right. I wasn't, I ain't been rich. I ain't never been rich. This would be the first year that I, I believe that, you know, I, I'll cross that threshold. But I ain't ever been rich, so I've been able to pay my bills, take care of my lady to whatever degree, but I ain't never been, I ain't been paying two, three different rents. That ain't, you know, that ain't been that who I've been. You, know been. you could do that. Well, true, true, true. <laughs> you know, true. because somebody, somebody that's living on the street could think that you're rich. You still got something more than what they have. That's a fact. That's a fact. I just think that, um, I don't judge a woman based on her position or financial status. Right. Now, I would I would want my woman to be able to take care of herself if I wasn't even there. Like right. you're good enough to do for you, but when you come with me, it ain't about doing for you no more, it's about doing for us. Exactly. Um, and I think I am more of the 75, 25 split with bills and stuff. I don't I don't want the 50-50. I think that, you know, I I'll take the extra, you know what I'm saying? I do 75, you do 25, I think it'd be good. Some women hate that idea and think the man should do 100%. But I'm like, if I'm working all the time and you working all the time and I'm paying all the bills, what you doing with your money? <laughs> your money going? You need to more 25%. And it all depends on what you guys have set up. Nobody can tell two people that what they're doing is wrong. If that's what you guys, if that's your system, that is your system. I that's grew up, my mom and my dad, they both work they both cook so it wasn't it wasn't a gender thing for me 
my grandparents, my grandfather was like, I don't want your grandmother to work, but she wants to work, so I'm gonna let her work. It, you know, so it's it's you can't just put that on on people's situations because it's not always that way. But at the same time, like you said, a lot of women don't understand that a man looks at things just like you said. I want you to be able to take care of yourself if I'm not here. If we have kids together and something happens to me, I got to have that trust that you can hold it down for you and the kids until I can get to where I need to get back to where I, I can take care of y'all. Mm -hmm. So it's not even that, you know, when people always go, oh, the man's supposed to do this, the woman's supposed to do that. It's not about that because if one is lacking, you should be able to pick up that slack and they should be able to trust you that you can. Or y'all have put uh, y'all have put each other in a position to where it's possible, where you don't have to worry. And, and I cook dinner too. <laughs> <laughs> Those were pivotal. But really quickly, um, on the Netflix and Chill segment, a lot more men are cooking now. Yeah, the pandemic showed me I need to know how to cook. I was single in the house by myself during the whole pandemic, hungry. But I need to know how to cook. So now I, I cook most things. I cook about 75% of the things that I cook from scratch. Like That's chicken good. from scratch. Like not buying in, you know, what do you call the uh, uh, process? I don't, you know, I, I cook right. from scratch. Um, That's good. You're staying healthy. You yes, ma'am. Yes, ma <laughs> I got 20 more pounds I need to drop. Get fit with Jack. You need to help me with this. We're going to come up with a routine for me. Because about, about 20 more pounds and let go. I got you. Um, we're gonna get the, we got to deal with the kitchen too. Now the kitchen is what gets your abs, okay? The yeah. in the kitchen. Okay, abs are made in the kitchen. I thought yeah. that was also a sex, but I, you know, I digress. I digress. <laughs> um, Netflix and Shield. I'm watching a two part documentary series on FX. You know, it's also replays on Hulu. Yes. That's been great. I have Please loved. Check it out, y'all. It's not all about Tupac. It's more about his mother. Uh, you're right. It's the Tupac and Afeni Shakur story called Dear Mama. Thank you for correcting me. Um, I'm a huge Tupac fan. I met Tupac. I've chopped it up with him as a kid. And um, I'm a historian. And I have every documentary damn near ever made on DVD, on VHS, or on streaming. And there's footage in here that I've never seen before. Like, how you got footage I don't have? And guess who was one of the producers? Alan Hughes. Exactly. And if y'all don't remember who Alan Hughes is, he's one of the Hughes brothers that Tupac was supposed to be a minister of society. He's supposed to play uh, Sharif. He's yep. supposed to play him. Mm -hmm. And he got into altercation with the brothers. And that's why he wasn't in the movie. Um, yeah. And they directed, he started them off directing his early videos. His early videos, yes. They were like brothers. The called, yeah, they were very tight, very tight. Mm-hmm. And you learn about that. You learn about that side. And you also hear a lot from Afeni's sister, too. Yeah, Glow, on Glow. And I've seen her in several Tupac documentaries. Her. But she is telling way more raw stuff in this one than she's told in the other ones. Yes. Like, when I say I'm a historian, I'm a historian. I know almost everybody in this documentary, not know personally, but I've seen them in other things. But they've right. never been this raw. Very raw. Very raw. Um, you, you learn some things that you did not know, but you also understand why he was so powerful, why he spoke the way he spoke, why he had so much, so much feeling and things that he said and why he was always for black people. Cause it was, it was from his mama. Yeah, from, mama was a panther. Yes. And she wasn't just a panther. Okay. She was high up. Oh yeah. High up. And she represented herself. Like you guys got, 
guys gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Now, do you watch Power? Yes. Okay. Um, to the, the <laughs> right, the final episode is coming, so I'm gonna get, ask you a question. You gotta choose one. Um, everybody's doing the Effie, Diana, or Lauren, but I saw something that made me go, hmm. And somebody said, What about light skinned Keisha? <laughs> but I'll, I'll be honest, out of Effie, Diana, and Lauren, I think Diana is the, the perfect balance of everything you would want, but perfect. I would choose Effie. Personally, but I think Diana is the one. I would choose Diana, and I wouldn't choose Effie because as soon as she got pissed off, she was ready to, sh to shut everything down. Mm. I didn't like that because no matter what, you got to keep your emotions. And you're in that type of business, you got to keep your emotions out. Got to. Yeah, all of them walked away. Yeah, at, at different points. True, true. But I, I, I agree. I think Diana is the one. Yeah, she is. She's going to hold it down. But I think she's just tired of being the go-to for the family as the scapegoat. Yeah, yeah. All right, as we wrap up here, Lil Durk. Uh, do you listen to Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy? Do you know what's going on with these kids? I don't because I don't keep up with them because it's it's just ignorant to me. I'm sorry. It is. It is. It's a lot of craziness, but they are both dropping this Friday. Um, I've tried to listen to them just because I got to report on them and I try to understand the music. And I'm not the biggest fan, but what I understand is a lot of the kids are really in love with YB. His music just speaks to them in a way that I'll never understand. Um, <laughs> but I like I actually like Lil Durk music a little bit more. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'll be I'll be listening to both. I expect Dirk to outsell them. I expect Dirk album to be better, to be more polished, to have better guest appearances. And I'll be very interested to see how that battle ends. Um but it's not even a battle, like they're not even the same category. Like yeah, but you know what thing with YB, he has some kids. Like his YouTube views are record breaking. He's he's so big with them that I don't think our generation really gets it. He's right. huge. Dirk is visible to us. Right. Me to them damn kids. He Tupac. That's crazy. Yeah, they, they ain't playing about it. Like the, the kids are all about YB. That's crazy. Um, but um, I'll say that. And I want to make sure I get out here and get to uh, see the end of this Knicks and Heat game and this Lakers and go to say Warriors. Um, I had the Lakers winning and I had the Knicks winning. I mean, I had the Warriors winning and the Knicks winning, and they're both down 3-1. They mm -hmm. both probably have lost by the time y'all listen to this episode, so I was <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but if I'm right and they, they held on for another game, I'll be happy tomorrow. So when you're listening to this, you're either thinking to yourself, man, New is really happy right now. Or you're thinking, man, New is really mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're thinking you're right you're right <laughs> um, but it's been another episode of a pod named Kickback Jackie yeah, I appreciate you being here with me tonight everything <laughs> and um, you can all as always you can follow me at no breaks new no breaks in you on Twitter on Instagram and a pod named Kickback everywhere else and Jackie how can they find you at get fit with underscore J-A-C-Q on everything. 
So make sure you guys check me out. I can get you right. I have my own fitness app. You can download it. Get fit with Jack on Android and iPhone. Okay. I'm getting them summer bodies ready. We only got like what? Five weeks. Yep. So hit me up, y'all. Make sure y'all follow me. All right. We about to get up out of here. Everybody be safe. Have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Mother's Day to, to all the mothers. That's right. Um, rest in peace to Aunt Joyce. Rest in peace to my mother, Stephanie Ann Dawson. This will be the first uh, Mother's Day without my adopted mother. So keep me in your thoughts and positive energy and all that good stuff. And uh, Uno, we out. We <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.